Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I'd like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I'd like to pay respect to the Buddha. I'd like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I'd like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello everyone. How is everybody doing? There may be some background noise today because I'm recording it outside, not inside the room. So today I like to talk about one great misconception in Buddha's teaching and that is regarding worshipping, regarding praying, regarding chanting, regarding reciting uh, the sutra or reciting the Dharma and thinking that by doing that um, one would be uh, reborn in the heaven realm one would be reborn in the pure land one would be reborn in the higher realm or in the place that is um, of a higher status than than where we at right now by just reciting by just chanting by just uh, praying and by just worshiping so I know this is a very controversial subject and there are people who agree and there are people who disagree okay so it is up to you whatever you choose to believe because it's due to your your uh, knowledge and due to whatever you have learned from your master from your guru from your temple from your monastery um, from the from your elders and the uh, elder monks and uh, you know famous monks and all that so once you have that belief solidify inside yourself it is next to impossible to understand to truly understand what um, the truth really is the Buddha from his in within his time the Buddha never never say or tell his disciple or tell the lay people tell his followers that to pray to him to worship him if they want to be reborn in a uh, in a better place right 
the Buddha never say that, and the Buddha never encourage that, and yet a lot of people do that. And why is that? It's because there are a lot of, uh, I think, uh, misunderstanding. There are a lot of uh, misguided information that is being passed on from generation to generation. Okay, because the core teaching of the Buddha, as I have gone over uh, the many episodes, is all about you. It's all about who we are. It's all, all about our mind, right? Good or bad is within every single one of us. It's not out there, okay? So it's all about looking within. The Buddha, that's the, that's the teaching of the Buddha. The Buddha never teach people to look out, to to uh, to have a desire. Uh, especially to have desire. Okay, it it's the opposite. When 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 Buddhist. When the practitioner go to the temple, go to the monastery, go to pray, okay, uh, light up the incense and pray to the different uh, enlightened being or to even or to the Buddha himself and pray and asking the deities or the the enlightened being that they pay pay. Uh, homage to and they pray that you know may I be born in the higher realm in the heavenly realm in the pure land um, and all that okay that's the habit that we that a lot of people are doing that is the custom that a lot of people are, are doing and being passed on from generation to generation Okay, this is not what the Buddha taught. The Buddha never taught people to go worshipping, to be reborn in, in the pure land, to be born in the heaven realm. The Buddha never taught that. Okay, the Buddha taught us again to live wholesome life and to not do or practice unwholesome um, deed to clean our mind to watch our mind what is going on in our mind to understand our mind right and that's what the core teaching of the Buddha okay the teaching is to understand what is this desire that is causing the problem in the world and is and inside each and every one of us what is anger? What does anger do to us and do to people around us? Okay, and and where? What is the origin of that anger of desire that arises within all of us? Okay, and then to understand that and to look at it, to shine spotlight on it, 
so that we become aware of the defilements that arise within us. And that's how when we look at, at those things, at those defilements that come up in our mind, that's the only way that we can understand what the mind is doing. Okay, everything starts with our mind. Okay, whatever emotion, whatever feeling that we have, whatever that we say, whatever we do, it all starts with our mind. So that's where we need to study. That's where we need to look at. Now, when we go to pray, what does that mean? We pray for what? A lot of people pray for something. It means they want something, right? When you go to pray, that means you want something. You want uh, good health, you want prosperity, you want money, right? You want um, this person to be true person. You know, you go pray that uh, you, you wish that uh, my, my boyfriend or girlfriend stay with me. I wish that my, my spouse, my husband or my uh, uh, children be good. You know, to be nice, may they all have uh, you know a lot of money. See, all of this praying is full of desire. That's not what the Buddha teach taught. The Buddha never taught anything like that. The Buddha never taught people to go pray for money, to go pray for um, you know that. Oh, please, uh, Buddha, help me. Uh, so my my husband don't go don't go uh, have another girl, have another mistress. Please Buddha help me. That's where my girlfriend stay with me. The Buddha never you know teach people to do things like that. Okay, I don't know where people get the idea from, but that's what a lot of people do when they go to the temple, when they they go to the monastery and do the prayer praying. That's what they pray for. Okay, they pray for all kinds of stuff that uh, you know, for them to have happiness in this, uh, in 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 life. Okay, by acquiring things, right? Which is exact opposite of what the Buddha taught, and they call themselves yes, that I'm going there to to do good deeds, but actually, when a lot of people go to the temple. Uh, go to the monastery or wherever, they're actually going there to grow their greed and desire. Okay? to, to uh, uh, Because they want something. Otherwise, they say, why bother? You see? You see, that's the exact opposite of Buddha's teaching. And a lot of people misunderstand this. Okay, a lot of people is so lost in this in this kind of teaching. So no wonder a lot of uh, as you see a lot of people who go to the temple, a lot of Buddhists, even after years and years of going to to the temple to pray, they still have a lot of issue within them within their families, okay, within the communities. Why? 
because they don't understand the true teaching. Because they keep asking for more, they keep desire for more, they keep you know wanting more and more for for to to fulfill their happiness. You see, so people goes to the temple, who go to just to pray. It's just doing something. They 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 just wasting their time. They don't understand the teaching. And it's it's this it's not to blame. It's be it is because it is passed on to them from their you know from their elders and from their people uh, who uh, teach them that way. Or they have seen their parents and grandparents, their ancestors, who have been doing that for their entire life. So they continue their tradition without understand. Okay, that that's not what the Buddha taught. Okay, so obviously, when you, when people do not understand what the Buddha taught, they still live in 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 uh, in suffering okay when there's problem arise when there's issue in life they had no clue what's going on because they never get to study their own mind which is the whole teaching of the buddha the study about their own about our own mind right people still keep looking at things material things at things outside of themselves they don't look within. Okay. So once, when people keep doing that, they 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 are totally lost. Okay. And I know when I say things like this, there are people who you know just like I said earlier, who really disagree with me about this one. You know there are some people, and I'm talking about some quote-unquote learned people um, would disagree with me and even say that um, no the Buddha did encourage people to pray right the Buddha and they even uh, cite some sutra that the Buddha did encourage people to pray to worship the enlightened people in what uh, especially during the difficult times Right, especially during a difficult time, to to pray to the Buddha, to worship to the Buddha, so that it, so that uh, that it comes down their mind. Okay, so that is the misinterpretation of the sutra. Okay, in in that particular sutra, when the Buddha said, "If you have no other choice, if." Is, and this is, um, the Buddha says this toward people who are still practicing, who are still trying to learn. And if, let's say, they are having difficulties and they don't, they just like uh, run into a wall, don't know what to do. So the Buddha said, okay, if you have no choice, okay, you don't know what to do and you have such a difficult time, think of the Buddha, it's okay, okay. You can think of an enlightened one, your enlightened guru, 
uh, he's one of the uh, enlightened disciple of the Buddha, you can think of them. It's okay, but you can uh, recite their name or recite the Buddha's name. It's okay. You can do that because the reason that you the, the is that when the, when the person who is let's say lost, who is scared, who is afraid, and don't know who or what to yeah, to depend on, and now they have something to to hold to hang on to to hold on to to grab on to which is the Buddha. Okay, or a, a, a name of a, an enlightened person, okay, Amitabha or whoever, they can think of that enlightened person to to make themselves feel better. And that is okay. If that is the only way that they can do, they can think of at the moment, go ahead and do it. That is perfectly fine. Okay, because that will help calm the persons down from being you know uh, anxious uh, worry uh, you know uh, depressed or whatnot and if you you, you run out of um, idea and you you throw like uh, your back against the wall then yes go ahead and think of the Buddha and to calm yourself down and that is perfectly fine okay but that is not praying okay that is different that is not praying that is not worshiping that is something that is something for us to 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 as is a tool for us to uh, to grab on to in order to calm ourselves down okay so it's a tool by reciting the name of the buddha or, an, or of uh, Amitabha or uh, whoever enlightened person, enlightened being that uh, we happen to follow, go ahead and recite. Uh, also, if you if you prefer to use different uh, kind of mantras, okay, there are different kinds of mantras in, of course, in different sect of Buddhism. Um, go ahead and recite that in order in order to calm ourselves down, in order to bring our mind into focus. Okay? That's the purpose of that. The purpose of reciting name of an enlightened person, the purpose of reciting the name of the Buddha or of the mantra is to calm our mind down so that we can focus. Okay? We can have focus into ourselves, into our own practice. That is not praying. Okay? And just that alone, there's misconception in interpretation, in interpreting what the Buddha, what the Sutra say. Okay? There are people who refer to that Sutra as, oh yes, the Buddha say go ahead to pray. No. The Buddha never say that. The Buddha say, okay, you can uh, use my name if you need to in order to calm down the mind. And then you practice. Uh, so what is the practice? Is, the, is to understand, right? Is to understand 
our own mind. And once you calm, once you can calm yourself down, okay, bring yourself back uh, into the present moment, into the present time, then you can continue to practice. By, then you can continue learning what the Buddha taught. You see? And so I like to make that point so that people uh, can un hopefully can understand this. Okay? Because um, it's not just now, it this happened over and over again, but recently I, I made a post in the Facebook group Although I'm glad to say that the majority of the people um, understand that, you know, what I'm talking about. There's a majority of the people, okay, in, the, in a, a Buddhism for All group or in the in a Buddhism group on Facebook, okay, the majority of the people understand what I'm saying. The majority of the people understand that yes, the Buddha do not teach about praying or worshiping to him, but there are, you know, uh, a small number uh, of people who are in those groups, okay, including some, um, you know, uh, learned people uh, have misunderstanding about the sutra and misunderstanding about Buddha's teaching. So that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to get the point across. And hopefully um, people get to research more regarding the real teaching of the Buddha instead of just uh, going uh, to pray to, in order to get something back in return. You see? Now, regarding the different realm, okay, whatever realm that, uh, you know, this, that is in, in, uh, in, in the Buddha's teaching. In Buddhism, as we all know, the Buddha had described the different realms, right? The realm, the heavenly realm, the realm of the Brahma, the hell realm, the, the different levels of, you know, heavenly realm and hell realm and all that stuff. And the realm of the, the uh, of the angels and things like that okay that a lot of people are wishing and hoping to be reborn into the higher realm okay um that's also something that i like to point out okay that's another misconception in the t in in a lot of people and they think that the buddha encourage them to do good thing in order to be reborn in the heavenly realm okay or in the pure land okay that's they that's what they think they think that by doing good um, by being a nice person by uh, doing good deeds and all that stuff they do that the reason that they do it is because they wish it's because they want to be reborn 
into the pure land, into the heavenly realm, into the Brahma realm. That's the reason why people, the the the, the people or the Buddhists, um, go to a temple to practice good deed and stuff and and do and things like that, because in the back of their mind, that is their goal. Their goal is to be reborn in the higher realm. They don't want to, to be, re, be reborn to have birth in the lower realm, such as animal realms, uh, the hungry ghost realm, or in the hell realm, right? They don't want to be reborn there. I mean, everyone wants to be in a better place, not in a worse place. So that is also another reason behind a lot of what people are doing at the temple. Um, believe it or not, and this also is probably going to be controversial, okay? Um, the Buddha never taught that, okay? The Buddha never taught that, okay, you should do this in order for you to, to be born in this, 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 this. You need to practice good deeds, you need to do good this, this. The Buddha never say that. Here's what the Buddha taught, alright? Just, just follow me a little bit. The Buddha taught that beings who are born in the different realms, they are born according to their karmic value. Okay, so this is different. Okay, this is what the Buddha taught. The Buddha taught that being born in the different realm is according to their karma. Correct? Yes. So, it's not because if you wish to be born in certain so because of that you will do something out of desire. The Buddha never encouraged people to have desire. Okay? So, being born, okay, in the heavenly realm, in the higher realm, in the pure land, or whatnot, okay, is a result, okay, it's a result of the karma that we are doing, okay? So, I know a lot of people are confused about this. Well, it's a little bit windy behind me, so I hope you guys uh, can hear me okay. I know a lot of people are confused about um, doing good deeds so that their purpose and their goal is to be reborn in the higher realm. That's, the Buddha never say that. But the Buddha said, because of the karma, the karma will dictate where a being is born. You see, that is different. Okay, when a, when a being carry good karma, the good karma will produce good result, right? So the being will be reborn in a higher place.
in a higher realm or in a in a good realm according to the karma but so the karma dictates itself okay it's but when you have desire desire is not a wholesome activity okay when you do good deeds because you have some tangible um, idea behind it's not a complete it's not a genuine holy uh, uh, um, activity or action out of out of you out of you you know from you it's a something that you it's like a a a, a trait in a way that you that back in the in your mind you said oh i'm doing this because this is what i where i want to be after this life or it's because i'm afraid that i don't you know i may end up going you know to the hell realm after this life right see the buddha never taught any things like that the buddha so, see, the, the other thing is this when people are think when people think about next life okay you know what happened is they forget about this life okay they forget about this life because now they want they 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 they, they say they 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 say they do this because next life they want to do this because because why because this life is so difficult that's why they want next life to be in a better place right that's why they want next life to be in heaven or to be somewhere that is whatever it is that is in their imagination that nobody knows okay from generation to generation the word heaven the word pure land the word hell the word whatever hungry ghost all of that okay everybody knows those words but not a single person have ever been to those places correct nobody have ever been to heaven no one has ever been to the pure land nobody has ever gone to hell but everybody knows where they at right now at this moment correct everybody knows where they at right now at this present moment and this is what the buddha taught the present moment okay the buddha do not teach about heaven or hell or realm he said those realm are the realm that different beings are born into depending on their karma correct depending on their karma but it the buddha never say okay because so now if you don't the, the buddha never threat people or scare people okay the buddha don't do that the buddha, the, the buddha never say oh if you don't do this you're gonna go to hell no the buddha never say that or if you do this then you're gonna go to heaven no the buddha don't say they never said that 
Okay, you go check the, the in the in the Pali Canon, in the Sutra or in the have you seen any word in the Dhammapada or whatnot? Have you seen anything from the Buddha saying like that? You know, scaring people? No. Or encourage people to do this in order to go to heaven? No. There's no such a there's no such a teaching in Buddhism. Okay? Those kind of teaching comes from people who misunderstand Buddhism. Unfortunately, that's what happened. Okay, that kind of teaching comes from people who misunderstand Buddha's teaching. Right? Go look in the teaching. The Buddha never taught, never scare people, or never encourage people to do this in order to get that. No, the Buddha don't, don't do that. Never done. Yeah. The Buddha did not do anything like that. The Buddha encouraged you to look inside your own mind. The Buddha encouraged us to look at what is wholesome, what is unwholesome mind. When the mind arises, what is it? Is it wholesome or unwholesome? You see, because those are the things that give us peace, which is at the present moment, right? A mind is, it is the very essence that give us either peace or aggravation or agitation within our own mind right so when the mind arises you shine the spotlight on it and see what is it is it wholesome is it greed is it anger is it hatred is it compassion is it loving kindness? Right? Is it jealousy? Is it depression? Is it sad? Is it anxiety? Jealousy? Shine the spotlight on yourself, on your own mind. That's what the Buddha taught. Because this is what we are experiencing right now, at this moment. Right? That's what the Buddha taught bring peace into again the buddha thought okay if you want to have peace inside you if you want to have true happiness inside you okay don't bring in the defilement right don't bring in the defilement or don't generate don't create the defilements which is the unwholesome mind you see how sometimes it's simple, right? If you want to have peace, don't generate unwholesome activity. Don't generate unwholesome speech and unwholesome action, which is karma. Okay? So, purify our own mind is what the Buddha taught. At this present moment, not in the future life, not in the heavenly realm, not in the pure land, not anywhere, but right now. You see? Present moment is what we know. Every single one of us, we all know about the present moment. Nobody knows about heaven. Nobody knows about hell or Brahman uh, land 
pure land or whatnot. It's all in the book. It's all something that is in our imagination, but it's not real. We've never been there, right? We've never been there. Why are we so concerned about what we don't know? Shouldn't we be concerned with what we know right now? What is it that we know right now? Right there. When you're sitting right there, you know what kind of mind do you have right now? What kind of feeling or emotion do you have right now? Are you angry right now? Then that's called unwholesome, you see? Are you depressed right now? That's called unwholesome right there. Okay, that you know. At this present moment, don't look anywhere far. It's right inside. Okay? Now, here's the thing. So, how can... So, here's a message to people who think about future life. Before you can go to future life, uh, let's say you wish to be born in heavenly realm, in the pure land. Okay? How are you right now? If you are in the miserable state, you think you're going to be born in a pure land? If you're in a miserable state right now, you think you're going to be born in a heavenly realm? Go ahead and answer yourself. Okay? It doesn't work like that. Okay? All you have to do is concentrate on the here and now purify yourself and the karma will take care of itself okay nobody knows where you're gonna be in the next life you don't know that okay right right now do you know where you come from what was your last life your previous life you have no clue you have no clue so what made you think you know what's going to be in your next life. Okay? What it make you think that you're going to be born in a pure land because of what, uh, of, the, of the craving that you have right now? If your mind right now is not even pure, if your mind right now is full of anger, is full of sadness, is full of greed, is full of anxiety, is full of ego. Do you think that will will give you life in the heavenly realm? When when the far, when when the mind is full of unwholesome um, uh, thought like that, when the mind is full of unwholesome uh, what do you call essence. How can you be born in some higher realm when you when 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 you you planting unwholesome seed? When you plant unwholesome seed, what do you expect out of it? Something good? It doesn't work like that, right? What you ha- what you have what you know right now 
what you are doing right now is the seed that you're planting for future growth or for next life growth whatever that will be you don't know nobody knows but what you are doing right now you're planting seeds okay so that's why you need to concentrate on the present moment that's what the buddha taught don't think don't worry about the future okay don't worry about next life don't worry that oh if, if i'm gonna be born in the heavenly realm or in the in the hell realm or the hungry ghost realm don't need to think about things that you cannot know do what you can know which is now okay look at your own mind look at your own feeling and emotion what is it that you are doing right now because what you are doing thinking and all that that is the seed that you're planting right now and don't worry okay when you plant good seed you will get good result okay when you plant a mango seed it's a guarantee you will get mango you will not get orange that's a guarantee when you plant coconut you will get coconut okay you will not get avocado that's a guarantee so don't worry about the fruit worry well i would not say worry but concentrate on what you are doing right now is it good deed wholesome deed or bad deeds you have wholesome mind do you have wholesome thought or unwholesome thought okay that's what we all need to concentrate on okay so again chanting mantra um, doing all that stuff, it's just part of it's it's just tools okay to calm our mind it's not something that to pray to okay again chanting or looking at something like a meditation especially a samadhi meditation you know there are two kinds of meditation right samadhi and vipassana samadhi meditation a lot of people can use different kinds of objects all right or mantra chanting and all that they can use anything they want just in order to bring their mind to a focus point so that them then they can understand the mind how the mind uh, jump because of the mind it's never been tamed it's jumping all over the place from one thought to the next and you know that's it's it's a tool to understand uh, to observe the our mind okay so that's a, the chanting reciting mantra and things like that that is the purpose 
Okay. But that is not prayer. Okay. So I hope I got my point across. Okay. I'm probably in an hour a little bit here with my voice. So I hope I get my point across. Okay. Heavenly realm, pure land, uh, different enlightened being, hell realm, hungry ghost game realm, whatever realm you know of, okay? No, not every, not single one of us on this planet have been there. We just learn from other people. We learn from elders and all that stuff, okay? What we know is right now, all right? I'm gonna stress on that. What we know is right now, all right? At this particular moment, at this present time, what you are experiencing through your five senses, that's what you know right now. And what is happening after the after the five senses receive this information, how does it interact? How does your sixth sense, your central CPU, the mind itself, how does it react to the five senses, to the five gates that bring in the information to you? How do you react? And why do you react in a certain way? See, these are the kind of things that you need to study about your own mind. Why is it I react angrily? Why, do, why did I react uh, negatively? Why did I react sad? Why did I feel sad? You know, all these different emotions, these are reactions of your own mind. Okay? And in Buddha's teaching, what the Buddha taught, after all, all of these things, all of these emotions that we have, it comes down to the, all, the, all the different kinds of feeling we have. It's based on greed, which is slash desire, based on anger, hatred, or based on ignorance. Those are the three main things that are the are the, the, the base of our different emotion, right? Believe it or not. It sounds so simple, yet it's so profound. Okay. Let's say a feeling of depression. Now depression, what is the source of depression? Okay. There's many factors that, that bring a person into a depressed state, depression. Okay. But depression, if you want to look at it in a simple way, is that because things happen not according to what we want. So we are depressed. Okay. If things happen according to what we want, we would not be depressed true or not okay so we are fighting something okay when 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 you're depressed you are fighting something because that something 
does not happen according to what you want. So when you're fighting against that, it's based on anger. Okay, you have that feeling, the the agitated feeling, that is based on anger, which is right next to that is desire. Because you want something different from from what it is. That's what depression is. That's all there is to it. Okay, and that is the bottom line of depression. And of course, there are many roots to depression. Okay, it's countless, but. At the end of the line, it comes down to that. At the end of the line, it sums up to that. Depression is based on something that does not happen according to what we want. We are upset. We are not happy with it. Okay, so when we upset, upset or not happy, has its base. Uh, on anger. Okay, and why? Why? So why is it that we angry? It's because our desire is not met. So desire and anger, a lot of time, they work right next to each other. Okay, right next to each other. Then create a certain feeling and emotion that we have. Okay, so those are those are the kind of things that the Buddha taught. Right. So what I'm trying. So in this particular episode, I'm trying that I'm trying to point out is that praying, worshiping. Okay, you can do whatever you think. Okay, it's been your habit. When your custom, your tradition, or whatnot, it's up to you. You can continue doing the worshiping and all that, but okay, that's not what the Buddha taught. Okay, it's exactly the opposite of what the Buddha taught, and that is the very reason why a lot of people, okay, have said. That man, I've been doing so many good things. Okay, I'll do. I've done all good deeds. I go to the temple every week. I do all this good stuff. Why is it bad things still happen to me? All right. Why my Why my husband still uh, divorce me? Why this way? You see. Because they don't understand the teaching. So after a while, those people, they sort of, you know, because of all the things that they they that they think they are good people, they doing all the good deeds, but in fact they doing the good deed because they want something bad. So now after many years of trying to do that, and they don't see the good result. Okay, they don't see the good result back. They just uh, give up. 
you know. They just gave up and said, the heck with it. You know, I've been going through the temple for so many years. It didn't seem, it doesn't seem to help me at all. My life is still miserable. Okay. Um, I'm still stuck in the dump and I'm still, my, uh, I'm still, have, I still have a lot of pain in my mind, have a lot of issue in my family, you know. Uh, forget about going to, uh, forget about this Buddhist, Buddhism, whatnot. It's worthless, useless. See, it's, it's because people do not understand the real Buddha's teaching. And there's no one to blame. It's because it's being passed on from generation to generation without anyone pointing out the real truth, what the Buddha taught. They just copy from one next person to the next one. And with, of course, you know, they pay respect to the elders. It's nothing wrong to, of, uh, you know, with paying respect. But you also have to use your brain to question, okay? When something don't make sense, you need to question. When something that is beyond what we can know, you can sort of like, okay, uh, that's a question mark. You can choose to believe or not believe, but that's a question mark, like the heaven realm, the Brahman realm, and all that. Okay? That's a question mark. So put it aside. Okay? And, on, and the other thing is, now, the last point I want to point out is that people who pray, worship, and want to be reborn, okay, in heavenly realm and all that, okay, it's also, again, against the Buddha's teaching. Why is that? The Buddha taught what? Taught about Nirvana. What is Nirvana? Nirvana is unborn. Okay? Because when you're born, doesn't matter what birth you, 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 you take up in. Well, I'm not, I'm going to use the word you, but it's no, there's no you. Uh, the being takes up in. As long as there is this manifestation, okay, all the different realms are in the samsara. And it cycles through over and over and over again. Okay? The heavenly realm, the pure land, the Brahman realm, the hell realm, the hungry ghost realm, all those beings who are um, in the different kinds of realm, every single, every single being are in the cycle of samsara, which means they are suffering in it. None of the beings escape suffering as long as they are born in all of these different realms. Now, what did the Buddha teach? The Buddha teach Nirvana, which is no more realm. You see? Which is no more realm. 
and what is that? That is something for us to find out for ourselves. What is that? That's what the Buddha taught. Okay, what is that? Nirvana. That's what the Buddha taught. The Buddha did not teach us to go through the different realm, the cycle of samsara. No, the Buddha would like to show us, to point us away out of samsara. You see? Not to be stuck in samsara, but a way out. That's what we need to investigate. And the way out, again, is in you. It's in your mind. Okay? It's all in your mind. That's where the Buddha taught. Alright? Nothing else. So, that's what I like to share with you all today. Alright? I hope you all get my point. I know there are people who do not agree with me, but it is what it is. Until next time, Namaste.